what do you want to be true in a year from now that is not true today? So what do you want to be true in your life a year from now that is not true today? That was a question a friend and mentor of mine asked me in 2022 as I was taking a sabbatical from my work and contemplating what was next for Lisa and myself. I did not have a clear picture at that time, and that one question helped me to get clarity on what was next. Welcome to the Quarter 3 Podcast. I am Spencer. And I am Lisa Breedlove. And it's our mission to inform your mind, inspire your heart, and ignite your joy. Happy Happy New New Year. Year to you and your family. We hope that you all had a wonderful Christmas. Unfortunately, Lisa came down with a little bit of sickness herself during the holidays. Right after we got out of school. Right after we got out of school, you missed our company Christmas party. Yes. We missed you. Um, but but her but between her being sick and some of our travels, we did not complete the stories of people in the Christmas story who rarely get mentioned. So we're going to just table that until later on this year. Yeah, it won't be long. No, eleven months. Eleven months. It'll be here. We'll sooner. be back. It'll there. be here quicker than we think it will be. <laughs> yes, it will, and we'll pick those conversations back up and finish. We had two more people. We had two more people. Two more people. To we finish. were going to do yeah. Simeon, and we were going to do Anna. That's right. They kind of go together because mm-hmm. they're in the same location mm-hmm. at that time, as far as the story goes. But, but you can look forward to that coming in December twenty twenty four. December twenty twenty four. So just put it on your calendar. Just mark it down. <laughs> so, well, let's talk a little bit about an update. Yeah. So, a little bit of traveling. Um, we did. It was spread out, but we had really nice Christmas holidays just yeah. with different sides of the family. Not a lot of travel, um, some rest, and then just some fun things, too. Well, I, I kind of did a lot of travel. I did probably most oh, of the Oh, you did the long hauls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. Me. Between, between going to Arkansas for the duck hunt. True. And then going to the beach uh, post-Christmas. Mm-hmm. That was... The Arkansas trip is a long way. It was eight hours out there and back. It was just eight? Eight out. I thought it was a little more than that. And okay. then eight back. Okay. okay. And I've had better duck hunts. <laughs> But yes, I don't just go out there for the duck hunt. It's the whole experience, right, honey? Yeah. And that's part of hunting. When you're hunting, mm-hmm. you're not always going to be successful. I'd get frustrated if I went eight hours and nothing. Well, the thing about where we go to High Plains Waterfowl out in St. Charles, uh, Arkansas, my friend Brian, who is the... I guess you'd call him the director. It's really a nonprofit ministry that has three specific things uh, that they do. They hunt, they share, and they live. Um, Actually, there's four. You also eat a lot, and it's really good food, Um, and they take good care of you. Mm -hmm. And the the place that you go out there, it's really just – I go out there not only to hunt, but I go out there to – uh, get a little rest. Mm-hmm. I also go out there to just get away. Mm-hmm. Your phone does not work out there. Yeah. Um, you got to like. It's go, a good reset time. Yeah. You go out there 
and you've got to find a place, hold your mouth just right, hold your phone in a particular spot somewhere, and, <laughs> and then you can get a signal. Hope you can talk for a few hope minutes. Hope you can talk for a few minutes. <laughs> but uh, no, we've had better duck hunts. I out said, there, but I was sorry for you that you had no luck with duck. That's about right. It's <laughs> about right. But I look forward to being able to go back. Yeah, it's always a good time to go out there and spend time with Brian and yeah, his family and his ministry we we get to encourage each other yeah. along those lines so but then we came back we had christmas yes and then, it looked a little different this year with yeah you know, your kids grow up and they have full-time jobs and then they get married maybe or just you know their own schedules that your it was weird your traditions having- or your times to get together have to shift a little. Yeah, it was weird not having Jared here on Christmas Day. On the morning on when the they morning woke, when the Christmas kids woke Day. up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they But I still you know, I told somebody else, I said I just felt like I embraced it pretty well and just, you know, look at it as okay, that was a chapter and now we enter a new chapter. And it's okay that it looks a little different. Mm-hmm. We still, the point is to be together. The point is to um, show our love to one another. And yeah. Yeah, it was a little different, but it was really good. It was good. And the Christmas Eve service was jamming. Oh my goodness, it was packed out. They had to bring chairs in the lobby and couldn't get enough chairs in the lobby. I think people were still standing. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, they had to set, I mean, at the first service, they had to set up chairs in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was cool. it was a ton of people. Mm-hmm. So really, really exciting time to be there yep. and be a part of what God continues to do at, at our home church, Bethlehem mm-hmm. Church. Very thankful for uh, yes. our pastoral staff. Yes, and leadership. Leadership mm-hmm. and our team there. Good good people. Good families. Great people. So Then um, you did take me to the beach. Then I took you to the beach. You did. I got to go to the beach and... And talk about different. This was a different beach trip. Yeah. Um, even I remember there was a few times we went to Myrtle Beach, maybe with my family when it was, you know, chilly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in the summer months. It was fall or winter. But this was still even a little more different because it was specifically right at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I I loved all the lights. I mean, you think maybe, I don't know why I would think this, but sometimes you think, oh, well, they probably don't decorate like we do down here, but they do. They decorate just as much at the beach with the pretty lights. Hilton Head was, it was great. Booming with lights. It was like the entrance to the plantations or certain neighborhoods would go all out right there at the front and some of the homes. And my favorite was down by the water with the lights on the pier and the docks and they had a christmas tree out there and yeah that was it that was it uh salty dog mm-hmm. yeah yep. and that's yeah. where uh it snowed yes so we're, we're we ate dinner outside mm-hmm. it wasn't that chilly the first night that we were there we had coats and we were all right but it was fun and eating shrimp right there where the shrimp boat comes in and um yeah, our, we 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 took a walk. We saw yep. the Christmas tree that was out on the end of yep. the dock, and I did want to go out there and look at that and just see the lights over the water, which is really pretty. 
And then I heard something. I was like, what's going on over there? Where People were kind of giggling and laughing and gathering around. And we turned the corner and it was blowing snow. Blowing snow. Yes. From the rooftop and it was blowing down and it was cool. You were At excited. At least for me. I was excited. It was fun. Christmas lights on palm trees. Oh, that was at Shelter the best. Cove. Yes, when we went that last night that we were there, mm-hmm. I guess. And it was just all the way around there in Shelter Cove. Every, almost every palm tree and bush and the buildings were trimmed. It was right. so pretty. It was very festive. So, yeah, even being at the beach is festive. You got your nails did, and I got to play some golf. You played some golf. Saw some gators. Oh, well, a yeah. Lot of gators. We saw a bunch of gators. They would come out and sunbathe. Yeah, mm-hmm. we saw a bunch of gators. Mm-hmm. And there was one time on the golf course, there were four gators at one time uh, that were um, that were just kind of getting some getting some warmth from the sun. And the, I guess I got about as close. I got I was probably about twenty feet from them at one point. Um, took some cool pictures and video of them and, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was a lot of, it, it was really cool to see them do what, what they do. What they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just lounge and sunbathe. <laughs> Crawl up on the bank. Yeah. I didn't want to get any closer. No. Yeah. No, don't hit them with your golf ball. Well, I, I could have done that. It wouldn't hurt them. Not a no, golf but ball. They might come chase you. Nah, they're going to oh, do that. Okay. No. Okay. Mm-mm. I wasn't okay. that interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But it was pretty cool. And, and then, now I'm back to school. Yep. And you're back to work, mm-hmm. which you went back some over the holidays. Oh, yeah. yeah. But now full swing of things, back to routine. And I do like routine. I do. It's kind of good to get back to it. I like routine as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, what about question of the day? Question of the day? Actually, I have two and kind of sticking with the theme of the new year i wanted to ask would you rather oh another would you rather question yes a would you rather all right for the whole year every time you enter a room you either so would you rather would you rather throw confetti and shout happy new year or enter blowing a horn and exclaiming Happy New Year. Horn. Every day when you enter a room, yeah. you would rather blow the horn yeah. and exclaim Happy New Year. Yeah. Why? Cause it's loud. Oh, my goodness. You want to startle people? Give them a... Oh, that'd be funny. Give them a heart check? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would say confetti. Why? It's... it's Confetti's just fun. Okay, yeah, like but it's you a mess. throw it up in the air. I didn't say I had to clean it up. Oh, you gonna have to clean, clean it up. up. I just want to throw it. I want to carry it in my pockets in every room I go into. Just throw it. I just think it would make people smile and laugh. You're gonna scare people with a horn. That's fine, but it's clean. <laughs> Whatever. Unless they Whatever. Yeah, unless they have an accident because you scared them. Over. Yeah. Okay. Then the other question. Would you rather, for the whole next year, give up candy? Now, that means like any kind of candy, candy bars. Or would you rather give up soda? 
and sweet drinks? Mm. I'll go with the soda. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean. I, I was going to say soda because I don't drink soda. <laughs> you don't. So that's not very fair. <laughs> no, that's not. But, but sometimes I have sweet tea, so. I guess I'd I, I guess I'd rather you really give that don't really up eat candy either. This is not no, a fair question for don't. you at all. I know, I know. You would have to either give up Coke Zero or Reese Cups. But Ooh, you said soda. Coke Zero. You said I don't want to give up. You I, said I, I, I would soda. not want to give up yeah. Reese Cups. <laughs> yeah, that's that, hard. That, that was a hard one. I have to limit and control my intake of Reese Cups. And that's a good idea. We don't have to give them up completely, thankfully. I can go without Coke Zero. Okay. I'm not sure I can go without Reese Cups. Okay. That would be a lot. Okay. Better. All right. Those were my questions of the day. All right. Well, let's dive in. Yeah, let's to do the conversation. Um, what do you want to be true in your life a year from now that's not true today? Now, I mentioned earlier in the opening of the podcast that this is a question that a friend and mentor of mine asked me back in November of 2022 when I was at a point, I was on sabbatical at mm -hmm. the time and contemplating and praying about what was next for myself personally. And then what was next for us mm -hmm. as a, as a couple, um, especially in light of, you know, the things that, you have been walking through with your eyesight. It was more of a catalyst for me that really began to ask that question. Okay, Lord, what's next? And didn't really have any clarity about what we were, what I was supposed to do or what we were supposed to do in terms of planning um, and preparing for Lord knows what. And, so this particular question that was asked of me, it caused me to pause for mm. a while and really reflect on um, my current situation that I was in and what was going to be next. And, it was it's it's even a question that has had such an impact on my life that I put it on my on our on my door in my office right mm -hmm. here in the house mm -hmm. to remind me what do I want to be true in my life a year from now that's not true today. So it's not yeah. just a question that I asked back in 2022. It's a question that I continue to ask um, on a recurring basis because there are things in my life that come up through, you know, during the season of life that maybe aren't true today, but I want to be true in a year from now. And so what am I going to do differently to make sure that it is true in a year from now, you know? Mm -hmm. And we say that this is a question that, that everyone should ask. Everybody. Well, let's talk about why is it a good question to ask? Yeah. So in thinking about this question, I think there are, um, really three things that mm -hmm. it, that this question does. First of all, it gives you a lens through which to clarify your vision, your vision for your vision for life, mm -hmm. your vision for your family, your vision for your career, your vision for your marriage, um, your, 
whatever it is in your life, whatever context you want to apply this question to, it helps by giving you a lens through which to clarify the vision. And and, and that's where everything's got to start. Everything's got to start with a clear vision because if you don't have a clear vision, you're not going to have a clear direction uh, on and a clear target on where you're going to. No, it's so much easier to get off track. Then. Yeah. So it's kind of like, even it's kind of like a GPS waypoint. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. if I'm going here, I'm going to put in this address and then Google maps or Apple maps gives you these, it gives you like three or four different routes you can take, <laughs> you know, the fastest route. Here's another route, alternative route that you may know that might work a little better. Um, but it gives you three or four different routes in which you can take and gives you the time in which it's going to take to get there. Well, that's the same thing here is that when you ask this question, it's like, all right, I need to sit down. I need to figure out what's the address, what's the vision, what's the end point Mm -hmm. uh, to where I'm going to be and what I want to be true in my life a year from now. That's not true today. So it gives you a lens through which you can clarify your vision. The second thing it does is that it it pushes you to think ahead. Um, one of the things that when I was learning how to drive, my dad was teaching me how to drive. Um, I'll never forget it, but he said, Spencer, when you're driving, you need to be thinking about 200 yards ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Don't just think about what's at the end of the car or you need to be thinking about what's 200 yards in front of you Mm -hmm. so that you can respond uh, and react to uncontrollable circumstances that may be in front of you. So it pushes you when you ask this question, what is, you know, what do you want to be true in your life a year from now? It's not true today. It pushes you to think ahead. It's forward thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's forward thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, The third thing is that it places you in a position to reflect and to adjust and to ask uh, a couple of questions, you know, what has worked, what has, hasn't worked, and then you make adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you ask that question, what do you want to be true in your life a year from now? That's not true today. It causes you to pause and to reflect on the past. And then it causes you to look at what worked, what didn't work. And then it, put you in a place where you make adjustments. It's, it's the same thing that happens in a, in a football game or in a, uh, in a, in a work environment, you have to make adjustments if you're, cause what got you to the place where you're at is not going to get you to the place that you need to be or want to be. What, what gets you to certain places is not going to get you to the next one. No, there always has to be growth. Yes. Change is inevitable Mm -hmm. and you've got to make those changes or else you're just going to find yourself stuck. Okay. So it gives you a lens through which to clarify your vision. It pushes you to think ahead and it places you in a position to reflect and adjust. I'd say that's a really good question to ask ourselves. Very. It's a very good question, Mm -hmm. but it it doesn't just stop at that point. Um, You have to, you have to prioritize and execute. Um, the plan. Okay. So you have a, you have a vision, all right, of what you want to be true in a year from now. That's not true today. 
Well, hope mm-hmm. is not the best strategy. It's not the best strategy to get you to where you are wanting to be or what you're wanting to be true. To just say, I hope that that happens. I hope right. that I get there. Yeah, I hope this accomplish works. Accomplish this. Yeah, I hope this works. Okay. Um, that's that's not a good idea. That's not a good plan to put in place. Now, uh-huh. from a spiritual standpoint, hope is good because hope is in, in our hope is in Christ and he's in and that hope is an anchor for our soul. But when it comes to things like this in your in your spiritual life, um, you know, you, you have to do the work. You have to put in the work and the effort and the and the energy and the wisdom that God gives you to do uh, what is going to be required. And so you have to prioritize and then execute what needs to be done in order to hit that mark. Okay, I actually set up steps and right, okay. right. You got to have a, you've got to have a plan. What's mm-hmm. your plan? Um. Now, when you're thinking about your plan, some people, what most people will do on something like this is most people are going to overdo it. They're going to like, um, if they get in and they're doing their plan, they're going to uh-huh. be, they're going to create a plan that is not attainable. Because they're thinking so many, maybe big things Correct. to do or just either the too big, many. Either the big things or they're thinking too much. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so less is more. Less, less is definitely more. Okay. Less okay. is definitely more. So okay. don't overdo it on the planning piece. Make sure you go less because less is more. Okay. So specific, let me kind of break it down. This is something that I've been working on over the last several weeks. I've been going through a couple of different, mm-hmm. um, a couple of different, uh, tools, working through a couple of different tools with uh, a buddy of mine that he and I are walking through this together. One is called the 21 days to your best year ever. The other one is uh, the deaf reset. The deaf reset is with um, Jocko Willink. Capital D-E-F. means discipline equals freedom. (laughs) And there are some specific things in the deaf reset that um, that you hold yourself accountable to. So one is like getting up before the enemy. So you rise early and you get to work. So if it's uh, in the book you're reading or the Bible or prayer journaling, you're taking time to uh, get up and get your heart and your mind set, uh-huh. um, getting after it, working out, getting your fitness in. You know, taking the time to do that. Part of my goals or part of part of this deaf reset is my hydration. What I'm, mm-hmm. you know, making sure I'm drinking uh, plenty of water to stay hydrated through the day. So there's a lot of different things that little things that you've got to be disciplined in. That is very important. Uh, the other one, the 21 days to your you know best year ever. Again, it's along the same lines. It's, you know, planning, it's prioritizing, it's executing, it's doing the little things every day, adding those uh, places where you've got to be disciplined in every single day. Um, 
so that you can continue to prioritize. You can continue to think about that question of what do I want to be true in my life a year from now that's not true today. And move you towards that. And you move and you move towards mm-hmm. it. It helps you to mm-hmm. move towards reaching that attainable goal. Now, in the in the 21 days to your best year ever, there were five areas that um, you work through. Um, faith, family, friends, finances, and fitness. So this is helping it whittle it down to being practical. How do we take this big overarching question Mm -hmm. to help give clarity and vision to our life and purpose? Now, how do we whittle it down? Let's talk about those five areas. Yes. That you can be specific with. So we've picked our words for this year. Mm -hmm. We have. What's your word? My word is steadfast. Why? Well, it it was really just neat. I started praying back in like, you know, towards the end of the year, early November. And that word, he just kept bringing it to my mind, whether it was in scripture, even things that pastors and uh, other teachers that I would listen to were would speak on or the passage would have something about that. And he just kept bringing it to mind and saying, this is your word for this year. And specifically what I'm focusing on is the steadfast love of the father. And there's so much in scripture about that. But yet there's also verses of how I am to be steadfast in my faithfulness to him. So, if you're going to be steadfast, if that's your vision mm-hmm. uh, for 2024, because mm-hmm. that one word serves as our vision, if you are going to be steadfast in 2024, and let's just use one of these examples faith, family, friends, finances, fitness. Um, how are you going to be steadfast in one of those areas? So if you were taking your one word uh-huh. and okay. you're, then let's just say, okay, so with let's my, just say fitness with my, Oh, okay. How are you going to be steadfast in your fitness? I'm going to continue to work out and stick to the program of, which I go at least three days a week mm-hmm. to the gym and, do what they have for us there. And then also with water, like you were talking about that, just making sure I'm drinking plenty of water. And I would also like to just add right now it's cold and I don't love to do it, but my plan is if I can, if we it gets warm days or maybe afternoon or early evening to walk some as well, okay. just to add that into my fitness. Did you have another one? Like an, you, you, oh, yeah. I, I was just going to yeah say that with faith, it's a new Bible plan that I've started. Again, I wanted to read chronologically through the Bible and do it a second time and found a plan again. And just I'm journaling. I'm journaling this time. The first time I did it last year, I didn't journal very much specifically about my Bible plan. It was maybe just other personal journal entries. But this time I'm specifically writing and journaling the things that I'm learning. 
each time that I read those passages for the day. And we've started journaling like together. Yes. Yes. So that was that was kind of fell under my family one mm-hmm. that I wanted to do something yes with you right. of of being intentional and purposeful to you know connect with you on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So those five areas are five areas that you can ask that question mm-hmm. of what I want to be true in my life a year from now. That's not true today. So let's say if you want to be debt free in a year from now, um, and that is something that is not true in your life today, but yet you want it to be true in your life a year from now. All right. Now you have to go back and say, all right, what's my plan of attack in order to make that happen? Right. And then you got to go and execute it. You got to prioritize it. You got to execute it. Mm-hmm. Prioritize, execute. So for me, m- my word was thrive. Um, it's uh, based on a passage out of Psalm and it, and it really talks about being um, uh, that word is it, it really gives the meaning of, of to fly, to be, to be prosperous, um, and to really grow. So if I'm going to, if I'm going to grow, if I'm going to thrive in my faith, then what, what's my plan? If I'm going to thrive in my family, what am I going to do in my family in order for my, either my marriage or my family to thrive? What, if I'm going to thrive in my friendships, what am I going to do there? So you, when you're thinking about that question and you have clear vision for 2024, then you, use that clarity and then apply it to your plan. If I'm going to do this or if this is going to happen, then what am I going to do? And you write that down and you plan and execute it, prioritize and execute it. Mm -hmm. So makes sense. It does. It does. I like the five, um, the five areas. Right. I think that helps me. And that pretty much, I mean, those are basically the five main areas of our lives anyway. So if I think about my word steadfast, and like you said, go through each one, what am I going to do with each, um, the, with each area? What are, what's my plan? And I just wanted to, to point out as well that as you go through this, I mean, we're talking about something that's a process and I just, I think it's important to say that we need to give ourselves grace as well. hundred percent. And we don't need to beat ourselves up when we get off track or we've missed some days or we went backwards with whatever our plan was and our goals. We didn't meet them maybe as quickly as we had wanted to, um, it's a process and it's a journey. And I think it's, it's every day though, you know, can I wake up and before I put my feet on the floor, you know, ask him to bring this to my mind. And, and that's, that's, you know, my eyes are set down the road. Like you said, that 200 yards and yeah, I might swerve a little and 
hit some bumps. Right. But it's keep on. And I, and I think it's also about, it's a different way of thinking. I heard this on a podcast the other day. Um, I think it was the team never quit podcast that Marcus Luttrell and he was having a, he had a guest on her, uh, Gabrielle Lyon. Uh, she's a doctor up in uh, the New York area and or LA, one of the two anyway. Um, but one of the things, the, their question of the day that they had on their podcast, mm-hmm. you know, what's, what's your resolution? What's your New Year's resolution? And she goes, I don't set resolutions. I set standards. Oh. I was like, oh, oh, oh well, man, she just dropped the mic. Mm-hmm. I don't set resolutions. I set standards. I'm like. <laughs> Wow. I mean, it was just a, it was just one of those, it was just one of those moments like, uh, okay, I'm forget my resolutions. What's, what am I going to think? And so as I started thinking about that, my one word is more than just a resolution. It's my vision and my standard for 2024. Right. That word thrive. That's my standard. Yes. And it is different than a resolution. And it is different. It is. So it, it, so every day I think about what am I going to do today that's going to help me thrive in those areas of faith, family, friends, finances, and fitness, mm-hmm. you know? And what I like about those five is this, is that when you think about those areas, like you just said, it is something that impacts the mind, the body, and the soul um, in all in all of those areas, and it is a it's a list of five that also has a direct <laughs> effect on how you uh, on how you work mm-hmm. in the workplace. Has a direct effect on your marriage. Has a direct effect on your uh, your relationships with people your church, your prayer life, your, your, your walk with the Lord, it, it encompasses every area. Oh yeah. And most definitely if you're working on these things and God's given you this word and this vision, the trickle down effect to anybody you come in contact with, I think is going to be evident. Right. That, that you're working on things. Um, so to wrap it up. And and I was going to also say, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Is that maybe as you think of those five things, maybe one area needs a little more attention than some of the others. Yes. And that's okay. That would probably be true with each of us. Right. Um, but again, in giving it the attention and the others as well, it, I really think it, it's going to transform lots of areas of your life right it'll spill over yeah if you take these Mm -hmm. steps yeah it is not easy and it takes it takes patience discipline hurry this Mm -hmm. and it takes discipline but discipline equals freedom yeah and if you apply yourself to it then you will begin to see some change you'll begin to see some impact in your own life yeah so yep 
to wrap up, here's what we would like to encourage you to do. We want to encourage you to take 30 minutes a day this week. Take 30 minutes, block out 30 minutes of your time each day and answer the question, what do I want to be true in my life a year from now that's not true today? And as you answer that question, get a journal, get something that you use to write with, whether if it's your Apple notes or whatever, but get your notepad, write it down. Write it down. Think about those five areas. Think about those five areas, faith, family, (laughs) friends, finances, and fitness. Maybe take one a day. Yes. Mm -hmm. What do you want to be true? Then prioritize and execute your plan. Prioritize your plan and then execute it. Yes. Start taking those steps. That's what you do. And I would say the best thing that you can do is share that plan with somebody. Yes. Let somebody in your life, bring that person inside your circle, share that plan with them so that one, they can encourage you and ask you those questions about how it's going. Yes. Accountability is good. Very. It helps us. So write it down, prioritize it, execute it. And share it. And share it. I like it. And let us know. Yeah. We'd love to hear about questions for us. Yes. Or just want to, we would love to hear what others are doing. That's always exciting. And I think it spurs us along when we hear others joining in. Right. You know, it really does. Mm -hmm. So please take some time. If you have uh, some time this week, please take some time to leave us a review. If there's anything that we can do to pray for you and serve you in any way, please leave us a message on our Instagram at court of three or send us an email. And until next week, remember that two two are are better than one and a cord of three strands is not easily broken. broken.